Hey, baby. Hey. How's it going? It's going like nothing could ever go wrong. Oh, <laughs> and why is that? Because I get to look at your phone. Whoa, whoa, babe. Yes. <laughs> welcome to McNair Family Affairs Podcast. Thank you for coming. Welcome, in. welcome. <laughs> coming to kick it with Vanessa and... Oh, Demario. I, when do we do that? We never do that. Why because are you doing Because people don't know that? our names. They don't need to. They don't. <laughs> so you want to run it back? No. Oh, okay. I'm just asking. Just, you know, whatever. So, um, happy new year. Happy new year? Oh, um, it's 2022. It is. That's a wild ride, baby. It is. You know what joy I feel with knowing that we were blessed enough to have made it through with the people that we love? How do you feel? I feel good. I think that we we've taken some L's and we and we definitely have some wins. Um, it, it's quite a journey, but I can't say that you know it's as bad as it could have been because I know people have had it a lot worse. So I definitely want us to um, send our love and compassion to anyone that is still suffering now and who have you know lost their battles and lost their fights and are on the up and up. So sending yes, our love, definitely. Yeah. What about you? What. Like, what do you think about coming through? Look oh. at us now. Like we made it through mm-hmm. like a two years of a pandemic. Yeah. I mean, so far. So, well, so hold on. Wait, <laughs> no, see, now you need to take, now we're going to run this. Back. Wait, why? Why? Why would you say that? I mean, so far, we made it so far. We're going to make it forever. I, I mean, yeah. All right. Oh, you're talking about that. I'm talking about living. <laughs> talking about pandemic. Living. Oh, oh, okay. The pandemic living. Oh, yes. okay. Listen. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> you know, I don't like that kind of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> pandemic living. Yeah. How do you feel about, like, work from home as a permanent option? Um, I think it should be. <laughs> it I guess. should be, right? I guess. It kind of I don't know. Make, it wouldn't make sense to go back because, one... I think if I could never go back, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah, but I, I enjoy I enjoy unlike certain I know that I'm pursuing a career as an actress. Right. But I love what I do. It's like I know some people are like, oh, they hate what they do. They hate it. Hate it. I love what I do. I love what I stand for in what I do. And I like doing purposeful work. I don't think I could live my life with not doing work that I truly genuinely cared about and expected to be fulfilled. I don't think that would happen for me. So I think I kind of miss a little bit the camaraderie amongst co-workers but not enough to see you to do it. Like maybe if we just, <laughs> you know, maybe you did like quarterly Zoom calls and stuff like that. And be like, how's everybody doing? Maybe 20 minutes tops, 20 minutes max. 20 minutes max. Um, you know, that's fine. I enjoy being able to spend time with family. I enjoy keeping my children safe. I enjoy being able to watch them grow up. Um, I enjoy this new carved out way of living. I don't think I'd change it. I think what's crazy is just remembering when we first became in max telework you know and just how that how you i don't think that we've really understood or thought we'd still be like in telework like this yeah it kind of felt at first like it was like a almost warning. two years later almost yeah. two years later yeah i mean it did it felt like 
Oh, we only have two weeks off, but it's great. We're going to make the most of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and then, then we're like, wait, this is the new way of living. Dang, we have to build offices in our home. Dang, yeah. we have <laughs> to make sure that we have schedules for our children. We have the right people come in. We have to make sure people are following certain guidelines that we like to follow. We got to make sure that we, you know, um, handle ourselves and other people responsibly. And then we have to make sure we're teaching our children. Teaching our children, I think that's important because I think in 2022, what I learned is that people don't care about people. There is this idea that not caring is like the way of life. And I completely don't agree. I care a lot and I think I'll always be a person that cares a lot. I care about things that and people that is like much bigger than myself. So and I think that me being able to care about things in like a much bigger way makes it makes life a little bit more worth it in my opinion like i have i think that that's one more interesting things about you is just <laughs> like how you can care you care so much and so deeply but you also do not care <laughs> <laughs> like it depends what? on the subject right like all right yeah world hunger yeah you care about that and really deeply you care about homelessness you care about all these things I, I but when it cares care, about, like I talk about yeah, it every day. oh yeah, deeply, like it's going to change. I'm determined right. that I'm gonna live my life and impact it in a way in which. Yeah, but when it comes to how you come off to somebody in a conversation, that's something you do not care. Well, <laughs> no, don't care. Okay, so this is, and I think that this gets into like kind of my character. You know, I've been telling you a lot. I need to work on my character. I have a lot of um, character things that I need to build on because. The way that I may project and display myself isn't all is not really fully captivating like kind of who I am. Mm-hmm. Which is not on purpose. It's just I think it may be a defense mechanism for like, I don't know, my life. And then also the way I interpret information and I interpret people, on top of having a lot of experiences, seeing a lot of things and then just watching them happen, because I think that life is full of repeats. Like people repeat the same things over and over again. And then they think that it's um they're the first people to ever do it. That mm-hmm. is like an interesting thing. I am obsessed with human behavior. I think that it's amazing how people are so willing to go to like the edge of their sanity mm-hmm. to the point where it's just too late and then wonder how they find themselves in specific situations and how self-destructive human beings are and how I just there's think, nothing that we could ever do to fix or change anyone. I think it's really interesting. Human behavior is kind of interesting in the sense that like, you know, people just, people can interpret things differently. Like, if we see some, it, like if we both see something, we interpret what's happening completely differently from each other mm-hmm. because of you know whatever our experience is, whatever we've been through. Like you know, you could see somebody doing one thing, and I could see them doing the same thing, and you're gonna say, you know, that person is on a path somewhere that they shouldn't, that they wouldn't want to go, and I could see that same person <laughs> and be like. I don't think that has anything to do with it. Absolutely. And, you know, it is kind of, it is just like based on your experience, based on where you've been, based on what you've seen. And you, you've seen this extreme and I've seen that extreme. For you know ex- what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, I think one of, like, the most recent things that we talked about, and can I mention it? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. 
like I can look like I I can look at like specific people mm-hmm. and I not look at them right I can I can exp- have an experience with someone mm-hmm. and I can put a couple things together mm-hmm. based on the experience so mm-hmm. I I don't know that person completely but I can identify things pretty well mm-hmm. and I'm typically correct I don't think there's like a lot of times that I'm not correct for instance I could be hanging out with someone. And, or I can experience someone and I can say, okay, that person definitely has an issue with alcohol. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, how do you know that? You can't just say that somebody has an issue with alcohol. Da, da, da. And I'm like, oh no, I can kind of see it. I see the relationship between what they're doing and I can't, and it's not necessarily going to be like a one-time thing. It's more so like an evolution of experiences with someone. And I'm like, mm. <clears throat> I don't know if they, they see what they, what they're doing as like an issue, but I think that they probably will visit an issue with that, mm-hmm. and you'd be like, you can't just say that, da-da-da, but okay, sure. Not even just that, just, I mean, yeah, you can't just say that. <laughs> yeah, you like, where, you can't just say that. Where, as like, all right, yeah, somebody, I mean, we could agree on what, a, like, for instance, that, for an example, that you just, that example you just gave, as far as like, somebody, you know, if you out with somebody and drinking or whatever, and you could see whatever progress they get to, mm-hmm. like, you don't know where they're going to go from there. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you don't, we don't know what life interventions or divine interventions yeah. that can be had between, you know, yeah. now and then becoming like a full raging alcoholic, you know, or to even say that, but we, we don't know that, mm-hmm. but we, but what's not difficult for me to see is like, you think it's when I see somebody and they just drinking and they drunk and I'm like, Oh, hmm, they probably have a problem. But like, for me, it's like, not like that. It's, the relationship that they have with the act that they're doing. It's like their behavior and how far they go with it. I think like, oh, hmm, that's interesting. Oh, that's interesting. Dang, I wonder. I think think it's really weird. Well, not weird, but like interesting is a better term. Like, because like we were literally just talking about this earlier where you were like, you know, how, you know, you haven't had a drink in forever. Right. Mm-hmm. And you wanted to keep track of it. Like when, since the last time you did like, you know, keep track of your sobriety. And I was like, but you never had a problem with alcohol. <laughs> you just stopped. Mm-hmm. And so I was just wondering, like, what does that signify for you? Like, how does that, mm-hmm. like, how does that manifest in your brain? Cause like for me, I'd be like, well, if you never had like an alcohol problem, yeah. Why does it matter how long it's been since you've had one? So for me, I think when I think about what an alcohol problem is, I think that an alcohol problem, I think that you can, I think that being an alcoholic is something that's in some people is like embedded in their system. And sometimes it's dormant until someone wakes it up. And I think how that can be determined is like many factors, right? But it's like, okay, what's your relationship with this? Okay, when you have your relationship, when you consume alcohol, do you enjoy like who you are? Do you think it makes life easier? Does it change your behavior? Does it make you feel like you are more accepted, right? Because I think that the the baseline of human nature is connection and acceptance. I think that if... Anything it is that you do is trying to get you closer to there by stepping outside of who you are or maneuvering your behavior. Mm, you probably want to pay attention to it. Not to say it's a problem, but for me, I'm like, it's to pay attention to it. So for me, 
I had a lot of experience with people who had a lot of different challenges and addictions and whatever. And I've seen it like my whole entire existence. So when I think about myself and when I was drinking, I don't think that I ever drank because I truly wanted to drink and just have that experience. I think I drank because other people were drinking. I think I drank because sometimes I get like anxious in a situation and then I drink. And I think that I drank just without without a purpose. Because for me, I already have, I don't, I don't get, I'm, I'm live, baby. Like I'm a good time. But I'm a good time because I'm a good time. Uh-huh. So if I think about okay, why would you drink? It didn't. It didn't make for a grander experience for me. Uh-huh. It was just like something that I did. So I kind of toyed in 2019. I mean, sorry, in 2019, with the idea of not drinking. And I was like, okay, so if I didn't drink, like, oh, you know, whatever. I'm like, okay, let's see what this is like. And I was like, okay, not that big of a deal. But then I found myself saying, okay, I wasn't going to drink. And then I go out with my friends and be like, hmm, they're doing this, so I'll do it. So I found myself, like, making excuses for myself. And then, I, you know, how I am about myself. Like, I feel like if I'm making excuses for myself, then that's, like, a point I need to focus in on. So at 2019, I thought I was experimenting with the disconnect between this is my, my, this is my theory in life, right, is what people say who they want to be and it's what people do and it's who they are. And then you have this balancing out throughout life and it's like, what's the truth and what's the untruth, right? So when what you say and what you do lines up, it's the truth. Anywhere where there's a mishmash, it's just, it's a gray space that needs to be tuned up to either become a truth or it'll eventually like fade into a lie. That's just how I look at my life. So, and I'm like, okay, when I say that I want to do something and then I do something, my behavior is different. Then I'm like, okay, I may be lying to myself a little bit. So I got to dive a little bit deeper. So ultimately in November of 2020, um, I, we had gotten pregnant with Diana and I was like, oh, I wanted Diana so bad. We prayed for her and, you know, it manifested itself. And I was super grateful and thankful to God. And I'm like, okay, to get something, you got to give a little bit. So I was like, okay, God, I'm going to give up alcohol. So that was just like a conversation I had. But most importantly, growing up, I'd never really been around a drunk woman. My mother never drank. She never, no, my, nobody that I was ever around that was a woman ever drank. So I never knew really until I was experiencing it for myself what a drunk woman would be and what that would like look like. And then I was like, sometimes I saw myself in a light that I didn't necessarily appreciate because I care about how I look. So when I think about my, when I thought about my daughters ever seeing me drunk or high or anything like that. And I've never gotten high before, but drunk or anything out of my right mind, it was too overwhelming for me. So for me, I had to make the choice of self-acceptance or making a difference. So in November, 2020, I decided I'm not going to drink anymore. And I haven't drank since. So after I had Diana and I was like, dang, you know, there's opportunities to drink. It's easy to drink when you're pregnant because you have something to not, fight for. Not to drink. Easy yeah, not to you drink. had a purpose behind you said it. Easy to drink. Yeah. Huh? Sorry, it's easy not to drink when you're pregnant and mm-hmm. you really, really wanted a baby mm-hmm. and you got pregnant. Of course, you're going to do right because mm-hmm. you got what you wanted. But I think the real test of character is okay, you done talk to God, you done make your decision, whatever. Okay, God will give you which one, but God will give it, God will take it away. So you got to live according to like what you promised, right? So for me, it was hard after. 
not drinking about, oh, you know, I need to relax a little bit. And I was coming up with all these different excuses and I had to plant my feet and I had to be like, no, I'm not going to drink. And it's hard because everybody drinks. It's such a social, it's such a social norm. It's like a, it's like a thing that people do and it's, it's normal. So when I was like, okay, I'm not going to drink, but oh, you can have some, you know, I'm listening to people around. You can have something to drink. Even you, you're like, you can have a drink. It's not that, you know, it's not that big of a deal. You know, you don't got a problem. You don't got a problem. But then I'm like, I got to make a decision for me and I don't need anybody else to understand it or accept it. So me fighting my way through the temptations and like figuring out my own voice, figuring out what I wanted for myself, what I saw for myself and my future self. I celebrate sobriety because I feel like I I fought for my voice and I'm fighting for my voice every time. So every time I say no to a drink, every time I say no to the temptations, every time I say, okay, I'm gonna live my life in purpose. I'm proud of that. So even though I'm not, like, oh, I don't struggle with addiction. I never have. And I never struggle with alcoholism. So I never have. I don't ever want to. And I think that the steps I'm taking is aligning with like who I want to be. So that was like a long answer for something that is like, okay. But I yeah, like was, I have to explain it to you in a little bit more detail. Oh, it was, it's good. Um, I had two thoughts, but I don't really remember. I'm, I think I remember them, but okay, whatever. <laughs> no, I was just going to talk about you know, for instance, for me, you were saying something in there about, you know, how the alcohol doesn't do anything for you. And I was just going to talk about my own experience in the sense that, like, when I started drinking, you know, I, I never really drank anything until I got to college, really. And then, like, when I would drink, like, I did get that, like, you know, thought that, like, courage you know, cause like, I'm not really that, I'm not really that life of the party person. Like I don't really do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but when, you know, I started, whenever I would drink, that would, that would be my purpose. Like if I'm going out or something like that, you know, go with people so somewhere, loosen up, a little bit. loosen up and like actually talk to people and, you know, you know, have a good time. Like, I felt like that was, I felt like at the time, like I needed to do that to have a good time, have a, not, not, well, yeah, to, yes, to definitely up. to have a good time, to loosen up, to do all that stuff. And then like, as I just grew older, I guess, like I kind of just grew into a person who can do with or without. Yes. And so like, I don't never really had like a huge huge problem with alcohol or anything like I think that I just recognize like what it does to me like eventually I just realized like it just makes me sleepy (laughs) when I got to that point I was like oh I'm not doing this (laughs) so you know I mean I still drink I drink when you know I drink socially but I don't you know need a drink just because yeah because you had a long day yeah no i don't i don't need that i just like to do it when people are around you know if you want to have a drink or two yeah, yeah i'll do it but you know i don't necessarily need it to have a good time or be sociable anymore mm-hmm. i needed it to be sociable <laughs> back yeah. then like it was just i'm wasn't that guy that wants to talk to people i'm still not that guy really but mm-hmm. at least i can yeah you know what I'm saying? I like I think a lot of that has to do with just um 
you know, it was interesting enough. I think a lot of it has to do with even when I was like growing, like as I've grown older and stuff, like I just had a lot more interactions with people, whether it's like work or social life or whatever. Eventually, I just got comfortable knowing how to talk to people without, you know, the alcohol or needing it, really. So I didn't need it anymore. It was just like, hmm. I could talk so to you. bad. Yeah, like, I didn't know my voice, though. I need. I think back then I needed the alcohol to even know what I even sound like. <laughs> like, what do I even sound like? What do I even talk like? What, what? Because I didn't talk. Like, I didn't really do things. Baby, you still don't talk. No, but I mean. Oh, okay. <laughs> you, don't, talk- you don't speak unless you have something to say. And I yes. think that's a beautiful thing because a lot of people are always talking. Unless it's I don't me. need to say anything around. All right. Okay. For instance, let's just go. Okay, fine. If we're, we're going here. All right. <laughs> I don't talk in a big group of people, you know, because I don't need to say anything unless somebody is talking to me specifically i don't if i don't have anything to say i just don't have anything to say but if you talk to me specifically i'll talk to you yeah you know i can have a full-on conversation <laughs> oh of mm-hmm. course you're fully fully capable but mm-hmm. you don't have anything to prove mm-hmm. and i think that that's one of the things that you genuinely taught me because mm-hmm. i was the person that i'm in, i'm engaging in the large mm-hmm. conversations i'm laying my opinion on the table <laughs> and if your opinion didn't align with mine you were stupid <laughs> wow how insecure i was and after like being with you and just learning just how powerful silence is because you're definitely the smartest man i know hands down genius genius oh my god i am so amazed at you and the things that you say and the way you live your life i have something to aspire to be and i always tell you i aspire to be just a little bit like you well that's a little bit but you're flattering no, I'm not going to flatter you. This I know. is the truth. So, you know, I'm people. I don't care about flattering anybody. I'm just saying that I'm, I don't, you know. I'm, yeah. So mm-hmm. people, and then it's, I think another thing that's beautiful is I feel like I'm the only one that knows you like that. <laughs> <laughs> because when some people around you, it's like, it's so interesting because the dynamic between us, they'll think that I'm the person that is just running this relationship. If I say jump tomorrow, how high are you going to jump for me today? That's what the impression of our relationship would be. But they just don't understand you. They don't see the power behind your, everything you say carries weight. Not many people can say that because they use so many damn words. You know what I'm saying? They always have something to say. So for me, once I learned that, okay, I need to speak with purpose in everything I do. And I started adopting that. I, there's mm-hmm. not many people that when I say something, they don't listen. Mm-hmm. And I think that what better privilege in life could it be that someone could respect me so much that when I speak, they'd actually listen. Not to say they do it because you have a right to do what you please, mm-hmm. but just to be lended the respect of just to listen to me. I, I like, Oh God, I definitely got that. I think for that's you. A good, um, that is a good Thing that I don't really like take into account or like notice as it's happening, but like when, like when I have something to say that's like important or something like that, and I like really have somebody's attention, I really feel like they're actually like I feel like they're listening. They to are. Me. 
If you talk, everybody stops. Demario's talking. No, I just mean like, yeah, I mean, sure. But I just mean like actually listening to what I'm saying and like taking to into account. You might not listen to me like whatever the heck I said, but like, well, you if may not I care do about, it, but you yeah. took the time to digest yeah, whatever I that's just what said. I, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. And I don't really notice that in the moment, but I think, yeah, like, but I think that you. that happens. But let me tell you. I don't think that there's a person that I talk to that doesn't listen to me when I talk. And I think that's because I started to keep my opinions where they belong to my dang on self. Okay. And then once I started doing that, my life prospered. So, <laughs> because and then I, I have like a lot less stress in my life. I am a person that cares a lot. I care very deeply, mm-hmm. but I don't care. At all. <laughs> yes, that's the truth. <laughs> so I care enough to listen to you, to give you a fair opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I don't care what you decide to do with it. It makes mm-hmm. me no never mind what you decide to do with your life. Yeah. I respect your autonomy and whatever you decide you want to do. Yeah. But what I notice for women in particular, they could do something. Or be in a situation. And then they can realize that what I said had some truth to it. And then they may get, like, embarrassed that they did something different than, like, what they may have said they would do. So, with me, they'll they'll begin to act differently to me. Because they think I have, like, an investment <laughs> in what they do. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, you're not any of my children. <laughs> or my husband. I have nothing to do with what you do. Mm-hmm. But the embarrassment and the shame, the human behavior part, where when people have, didn't do what they said they would do or when they're doing something, they know it's wrong for them. Because what is right or wrong, right? They mm-hmm. know it's wrong for them or they know they're not being like their best self or whatever. And then they like, oh, they like they see me and they be like, oh. it's like always like that distancing factor. They maybe get a distance themselves and, you know, whatever. And I'd be like, look, it doesn't change my day <laughs> but you know uh how can i be there for you <laughs> you know so um that's interesting that's very very interesting i had a um spinoff of that where all right so you say that you know the sobriety is like just you know your kind of like thing that you're doing and it's like you're willpower or something you know you can do and all that stuff why do you think that it's harder for you to do that with other things versus this who well mm. is it because One, it's kind of like a not doing something thing versus needing to like like all right so for instance like all right it's a lot easier to not drink alcohol right or not do something versus actually be like, oh, I need to, I don't know, write a write a page of something every day. You know what I'm saying? Like, like because it's actually making space in your day to do something versus just not doing something is like harder. Yeah, I think that for me particularly, I do a lot. I'm involved in a lot. I got a lot going on all the time. <laughs> yes. My life is a bit impossible, <laughs> yeah. so. But I also think that I just now realized that I don't know myself. I knew single 
Vanessa that did what she wanted when she wanted, didn't have to take into account other people's life or considerations or how what I did impacted them. Uh And I got married, became a mother of two overnight. And I just jumped in and I did what needed to be done. I never took the time to figure out who I was. And I've been doing that. I do a lot to accommodate, appease, put prioritize, put you all exactly where you need to be, the top of my life. But I pushed myself so far down that I think I had to I have to learn what I want. Because for me, it's not much for me to do something when I make a decision. But where I was so confused and where I get confused at, what do I want? I don't thrive in indecisiveness. I don't desire, thrive where there's no decisions being made. Um, but then now that life is a little bit more complicated, when I set my mind to do something, I may do it. And then while I'm doing it, something that's more of a priority may come up. And I don't really figure out how to balance what I want to do with the priority that came up. And I have to be a little bit gentle with myself to know, okay, Vanessa, I used to, the way I used to move, it was by any means necessary. I didn't have, I didn't care. You know, I didn't stop. I didn't breathe. I didn't consider. So if I wanted to do it, I did it. Uh A lot of people are like, oh, that's like a great trait. That's a great trait. Well, that's not a great trait for maintaining relationships because you begin to make it so that people feel like they're not important in your life. Because I know we even struggle with that because I was on the mindset, uh, not struggle, not we, but I struggled with that within our marriage. But in the sense of making sure you knew where that you played a part in things too, because if you wouldn't do it, I'd be like, okay, well, then I get it done. And he'd be like, well, what the, I'm right here. So you got to think about, so for me, I got to think about things and I got to slow down and I got to think about the feelings of things more than just the act in itself and to break away all of my selfish tendencies and think about us as a whole because the entire plan is for us to do everything together because you don't want to end up getting, for me, I don't want to end up getting somewhere and then realize that I got there by myself. That's not a choice for me. It's not an option. So I'd rather go slow. I'd rather take the long way and struggle with figuring out how to do it. Eventually get it because I'll keep trying. I'll never stop trying. So eventually I'll get it. It just takes some more time because there's more things to factor in. But then when it all comes together, it'll all be us together, opposed to it not being that way. So the short answer is it's harder when you have more priority. I mean, you have more responsibilities and you have to figure out how to prioritize them and the priorities change every day. Mm hmm. Okay. That was a long answer again. Yeah, but it was, I mean, you answered. <laughs> yeah. Mm, that was a very long answer. <laughs> so, yeah, what, what about you, though? Like, you, with this acting life, <laughs> you take on a lot of the responsibility, a lot more than what was originally the standard. <clears throat> so, how do you feel? about about it because yeah hmm. you gotta carry you you carry a lot of the weight listen how much money are they paying <laughs> 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 oh 
Oh my goodness. Listen, whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. <laughs> whatever it takes. Lord have mercy. I Jesus. don't care. <laughs> look, it. Oh, I'd be right. like, oh, what if I have to do this? You'd be like, well, what would what the contract look like? <laughs> whatever. So. That's really it. So, okay. <clears throat> what are some things that you think I should work on? Not beating yourself up. That's number one. <laughs> you have to give yourself space and grace and to have mess ups and to realize that you're not going to be perfect every day. You're not going to be perfect any day, actually. <laughs> yes, I am. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just saying like you're gonna have goals and you're not gonna hit your goals sometimes on that day but you'll get there eventually you just got to keep working at it and you just can't beat yourself up for like not making not making it that day oh you know you didn't get picked for a for a, a job it's all right there's a million but they things be tripping, though. okay but i'm just saying like they be tripping though. Like I'm great. You know that there's a lot of. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm totally kidding, y'all. Um, but I'm just saying. But sometimes it can be a little bit difficult accepting that certain things weren't for you. Yes. Yeah, and I then I, that. and when I don't do something right, I will figure out how to make it right, and I will obsess about it, and um, I will be a student to it. I guarantee and... you, it's gonna be like this. It's gonna be. You're gonna do all these. Things, all these auditions, all these self tapes, all these showcases, showcases, reels, in persons, all these things, and all these trainings and all these things. And you're gonna do everything perfectly right, technically, and the thing is gonna be so perfect. And you're gonna have they're gonna be like, "Ooh, you got a lot of talent," and all these things. You're not gonna pick get picked for any of those. Mm-hmm. And then you're gonna do that one time that self tape where you was like, "Dang, I don't think I did my best that time. I don't think." Oh, the light was off on that thing. That's going to be the one. Because that's just how it goes. <laughs> that's going to be the way you get picked. They're going to be like, oh, hmm, that's interesting. She's interesting. For whatever reason. Oh, no. that The character, she embodies this character. That's just how that freaking goes. The subjectiveness of this market is interesting. It's just but I don't. But I don't go for perfection as if I think that there is a version of perfection. I go for, is this my best work? And did I give it the best experience I could give it? And was I being honest? Mm-hmm. And if I feel as though I wasn't being honest, I get really, really bothered because I'm like, okay, this story, this person, this character, I didn't give it the full truth that I could possibly give it in two minutes or 23 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it, it becomes a lot more challenging to accept that because I'm like, okay, I think that, yeah. I don't you just know. have to give yourself grace on that. You're not going to do it right every time. Or give it that oomph that I. You're not going to have a great day every time. Yes, but I think that you know you got to show up every day. Okay, listen. Okay. listen. Okay. That's something I can improve about myself. It's just give yourself grace and space, time, reflection. Okay. Don't be so hard on yourself. Nobody else is as, nobody else is hard on you as hard on you as you are on you. And that's a 
fine trait to have, but it's not good once you get to the point where it's like affecting your mental or like if it's affecting your mental or you're thinking about it all day or you think about it and it's can't and you can't function somewhere else. You're right. You gotta get you gotta let that stuff go. Just just like all right, I ain't do my best. I'll do it again next time, Tiger. <laughs> I I care so much. I know. I'm just saying. And, but um, yeah, I do need to uh, do better. And another big part of drinking is I feel as I definitely um, have things about my mental health that I have to work on and uh, be strong about and care for. And I th- yes, so I think that alcohol is a depressant. I feel as though when there's like a struggle with your mental, alcohol definitely ain't going to be what helps it. Contrary to the world of, oh, you should always have some liquor or some wine. Really shouldn't. It doesn't, it doesn't help you. It hurts you actually. Well, it helps you in that moment because you don't think about it. But after that, it just it's, it's, the stuff doesn't go away. It's still there, you know. What yeah, I'm and it gives you even and it's more worse. anxiety. <laughs> it's just it gives worse you even more anxiety. It's, it's nuts. <laughs> and I think since not drinking, I already was detaching myself from what anybody thought about me. Mm-hmm. And I, what I one thing I knew from the jump of my total existence is that I was not for for everybody. So. I never grew up thinking that I was, well, having the experience of being accepted. Like I wasn't accepted into my own family, black sheep. I wasn't accepted into like circles and large friends and things like that. I was never really for everyone, but there was always special person that thought, oh, hey, I want to get to know her. And we ended up hitting it off. And I'm pretty good with pretty much anybody in my life that I was able to connect with. But mm-hmm. there is a big factor of life that is like, okay, you got to at least try. Yeah. You got to at least try. But for me, I don't know what it is about people that make me stay away from them. But I'd be like staying so far away from people. <laughs> it's so much so, it's, it'd be like, oh, people, oh, you know what? I think that she doesn't like me. I think she has a problem. I'm like, really? I, you, I don't think about you. I don't <laughs> think about you. It, it's not like personal or whatever. It just maybe I just don't, you know. Mm-hmm. And then it, it's nothing. It, I don't know myself well enough to know like what it is that like turns me off to people. But like, Anything. I I can get turned off or like disinterested in a person, like. In a matter of seconds. And then there's certain people that make me want to just run from them. Like, I don't know what it is about your energy, but it's like off. But then I'm a person that I want, I don't want anything from you. And like, even like there's like casting directors and in, 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 in coaches and in different actor peers and even at work and friends, whatever. There's so many people and everybody like lives their life based on like motives and wanting something from someone. And if you're a casting director and I like you, I think that you're a good person and I like what you stand for. I like how you care about other people. I like you and you happen to be a casting director, but I don't want anything from you. If it fits and you cast me, great. Am I going to be all cool with you because you can cast me? No, because you're not the 
final person to my journey of this. Because what God got for me, trust me, I was never supposed to make it this far from the beginning. So I was never supposed to make it into this world. I was never supposed to be here and I'm here. So it's not like one person can be the determining factor of like, if you make it or if you don't, because if you trust God and you walk by faith, it'll happen for you. And what I know for me in acting, I know that that's going to happen for me. I know that nobody that I meet can stop that because it's a part of my calling. I truly believe that, but I have a difficult time because you meet so many people and they're always like in this state of self-importance or it's all about like what you want or what you can get or what you can gain and I genuinely in my heart I don't feel that way so it, it'd be hard when I talk to somebody and then I'm like I immediately get that vibe of okay I'm just trying to have a normal conversation and you're very very important to yourself and that's crazy because I think what makes people important is what they contribute to the world and how they love themselves like genuinely like love and care about themselves. I feel like that makes them important like to them, but like you just want to walk around and you just want to be important. And you think you're important because you have popularity. Okay. So I'm going to stop talking to you because there's no depth in that. I'm like, okay, it's no depth. And then you meet people and I'm like, okay, maybe like casting directors, you know, if you don't have time, I'm saying hi to you. I'm just saying hi. It's like, Oh, well, you know what this person wants? No, I'm just saying hi. Mm-hmm. And I'm, and I think about like, I'm a, I'm hungry. I want, like, I'm hungry. I got the, I, I got the grit for it. I'm massive. I don't play. Like I'm, I'm with it. Like I'm with the grind, mm-hmm. but that's just who I am. Like I'm not like hurting, right? I'm just hungry. I'm not hurting. So it's like, just be a normal, just be a human, like connect. Don't mm-hmm. be so. Here's the thing, though. You got, like, real, like, what do I call it? Like, yeah, normal human, like, relationships with people that are really important in really different places. Like, yeah. that's, nobody does that. That's just you. What? Like, I have, like, people, I, I yes. have great relationships with people that, that are very important. Re- like very I'm gonna say, like, very their, wealthy, very in high political to their positions. organizations or their, you know, whatever they're doing. You know, you know these people, and you have they're my friends. Re- that you have relationships with these people. Nobody does that. You know what I'm saying? But they're my friends. I understand. I'm telling you that nobody else does that. <laughs> well, you, not nobody, but a lot of people don't. Most but, people don't. And do it's that. interesting because, like, online people. Like they, they treat having friends like something that is like a status. Like if you marker. had met, like if you meet Denzel Washington, I guarantee y'all gonna be friends, and then it's gonna be like, you know, Denzel Washington. <laughs> like that's but weird. that's all I'm gonna tell that's people. That's weird. That's why I don't tell people who I know because it just becomes really interesting, and I don't tell, I don't do any type of like. So if I we're friends, we don't need to follow each other on social media. We're friends. Like why we gotta do that? Because I don't ever want you to use that as an excuse not to call me. No, call <laughs> can my kids come over? Let's host you for dinner. Mm-hmm. All that stuff because you're my friend. Friend. I care about you. I think that you're like amazing. It's like we're real, real people. And then, but the thing is, you're really friendly. You good. You like you like to have these relationships, but then you don't like to. You don't like people. <laughs> I don't like people that aren't. Real and people. this is what I was saying to you previously. Probably. Well, I don't even know if it's on the podcast or not. That you're not simple you are complex you <laughs> you're complex? a compli- you're a complicated human okay I'm a complicated not just human? you but 
but you're talking about me right now. Yes. You think I'm complicated? Yes. You don't think that? I think I'm pretty simple. Not like simple. I am. I you're am, simple to you because you're you. Well, I'm simple because I'm very clear. No. Okay, it's fine, but that's not simple. Just because cl- clear doesn't mean simple. If you tell me to do ten things at one time, that ain't simple. Okay, simple things at one time, it becomes like, yeah, and then it's like interesting because I think that one of the things is like people, like they talk about like money a lot and I just don't discuss money. Like we don't really, and people talk about like status, oh my God, they take a picture with this person and they're like, oh, you know, this person is like, oh. You got to remember the, you have to remember the, um, what do you call it? The space you're trying to enter. Like that's about like entertainment spaces. All of that. It's how much money you got. Uh, who do you know? Like, uh, what relationships? What do you mean? The space I'm in now is like that. I know, but I'm just saying. Yeah. Like, and I think the industry is just only a more popularized version of where I thrive now. And not just popularized, but way more lucrative. Uh, sure, lucrative. But I'm talking about like close knit. No, I'm talking about like. Ooh, how do I explain it? It's a enhanced, a way more enhanced for advanced version <laughs> than what you deal with now. You think it's more advanced? Yes. I think the people that I, that I deal with now, I think that these are the real gangsters. Like these are the <laughs> real. Like people think that they, like people, oh, no, mm-hmm. no, <laughs> no. The people now, I don't even understand. I'd be like, I don't even know how we're friends. I was like, I see the better in you because if I were to think about like. <laughs> oh, oh yeah but yeah but all but fundamentally it doesn't matter who i know it doesn't matter any of that because i think when i meet somebody they they made down a couple of things like I think sometimes they treat me like they're like the biggest person i've ever dealt with and i'm like oh <laughs> cool i was like but then i'm like i don't you know i'm like dude just have a conversation with me because you don't intimidate me there's nobody in this entire industry that i've encountered that made me nervous. I've been around a lot of people that made me nervous. And like this industry is mm-hmm. not life or death. Like mm-hmm. if it don't work, then it don't work. But it's not like lives depend on it. So it's like somebody's life depends on it. When I'm saying lives depend on it, it's not a decision that's made on when you say life depend on I'm not talking about livelihood. I'm talking about L I F E, like living okay. your life. It is? For somebody, somewhere. What do you mean? I don't know. I mean, not like how it is. Not like how it is. Like you saying, if you go into an audition. If I go into an audition and I meet these people and we go, we we connect, and it doesn't work out. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's not the same as like. I know. Okay. I get where you're going. All right. I don't (laughs) have to talk about that. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Well, we almost have 50 minutes, babe. So I think we have to wrap up. No, I wasn't. I wasn't done. Uh, What was I? Ah, dang! It was something else I was going to say. I don't remember. No, you were talking about the industry. He's like, okay, some people. No, it wasn't related. I don't think. Uh, whatever. No, go ahead. Oh, you were talking about um, things that you have to work on. The other thing. Okay. You have to work on putting your phone down during the show. What show? Any show. Okay, babe. <laughs> Love you. Love you too. All right. Um, thank you all for coming over and hanging out with us. Um, 
you trying to start some stuff. <laughs> and you need to, you need to, you need to chill out. You understand? I'm not. I'm not. You I'm understand? Not kidding, I'm not joking. I'm but like this. the issue is, you're not minding your the business that <laughs> this pays you. This is my you. business. You're not minding the business that pays you because I tell you that I can watch TV and be looking at my phone at no, the same time. No, all right, all right. We out, y'all. <laughs> all right. Tell the people bye. Bye.